This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, and always again, and just for you, Pedro, and forever again. Forever young, I want to be forever young. I could sing too, just for you. And just for me, go to poppyapparel.com, use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D, get 10% off, free shipping worldwide towards clothing, that's all folks. I'm sorry, I'm just going to let you know right now. I'm fresh off a six-hour drive. I just got back from Montreal. I went for a little mini vacation over there for a few days. So I was going to just air, as you could see in the description below, I was just going to air this live stream for The Cure and that's it. But I decided, nope, you guys deserve more. These guys deserve more of me in your Okay, whatever. Anyways, exactly. See, told you, six hours driving is too long. So I'll make this nice and quick. And hopefully after the live stream, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll reach into my Rolodex, see if I could pull out an old co-host of mine, see if someone's available to come on and talk to me. But like I said, go to poppyapparel.com, buy something nice for yourself if you're a woman. If you're not a woman and you're a guy, go buy something nice for your woman friend. You could listen to me as well on podbros.com. And if you're on podbros.com and you shop on Amazon, click on the Amazon banner there. It takes two seconds, free of charge. Help everyone out. If you're in North America, you can listen to me on EMZT Radio or maybe internationally. I don't know. If you're an international listener, let me know. Listen every Sunday. They have a podcast block from 1 to about 5, 6 p.m. And if the mic picks that up, I got thundercrackers outside. I don't even know what the fuck thundercrackers is, but I'm sorry. Lightning. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay, should I even do anything else and just go into the fucking clip already? I don't have Master P here. It's actually the first time talking to myself because, like I said, I'm straight off of the car. So that just goes to show. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm so fucking tired. That just goes to show the relevance. I don't know why I need 
whatever word I'm trying to look for, why I need Master P in studio with me sometimes, because I just can't talk to myself. But anyways, what else did I forget to say? iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, listen to me there. I said EMZT, poppyapparel.com. I'll say my email just in case I forget after. The podcast app at gmail.com. Send my emails there. And if you want to PayPal me a tip, or if you want to PayPal me because you're nice, or if you want to PayPal me to get better and give me some encouragement to keep doing this. I know people actually listen to me. PayPal me some money. I don't care. I take increments of dollars. So if you want to send me a dollar, I'll take a dollar. Beggars can't be choosers, and it's better than begging on the side of the corner. Well, I don't know. I guess it is. I don't want to insult beggars but whatever anyways again see off topic so yeah this week bringing you the clip well not the clip my appearance on the live stream for the cure that i did at the end of may Uh, i said i wasn't gonna air it but you know what i didn't have a guest signed up this week because i don't know what time i was gonna get back from vacation so just in case i said you know what i'll just save it i'll bank this one i'll spread the word after spread the word wow Man, if I wasn't raw, I'd stop and start over again. Hold up. Hold up. That's a long-ass motherfucking serp of fucking coffee. And yes, I said serp. (sighs) Starting over. Okay. So, live stream for the cure. I wasn't going to air it because I wanted to be slowly... I wanted it to be so only for people to go on YouTube and support the cause there. But I reneged. Not It wasn't my fault. Well, yeah, it was my fault. You'll see in the clip. Again, the fucking clip. You'll see on the segment that I was on. I was supposed to be on earlier. I fucked up. I crossed on times. Again, my my bad. I take full responsibility. I was supposed to be on video. Then I wasn't. My, again, my bad. I take full responsibility. So that's why I'm airing it here again. If you've heard it, fast forward. Like I said, hopefully you'll hear me talking to someone else. If not, then the episode will end. And this is all you need to listen to this week. Like I always say, four minutes in is just as enough as four hours in if I was to make a four-hour episode. That's a bad comparison. Four minutes in is just as good as 40 minutes in. Still got the hit, still got the download. And speaking of hits and downloads, subscribe, rate, review, go to iTunes. Even if you don't listen to this on an iTunes device, like Apple Podcast or something, go to the iTunes fucking website and review it there. Search the podcast, or as I've been recently told, it's hard to find the podcast for some odd reason, because I guess the name podcast is in it and duh is so generic. If you put in finger styles with the crackling in the background again, if you put in finger styles, you will see that the podcast will pop up right away. So there you go. Rate, review. No, don't rate. Give me fucking five stars and review. Say whatever the fuck you want. And it turned like fucking pitch ass black outside. It looks like the fucking end of the world. I don't know what's going on here. So hopefully by the time I come back, the weather's back to normal. If not, oh well. Like I said, it is what it is. You're getting what you're getting. So either way, I'll come back, sign off, do my plugs again, or I'll be back with someone else. Stay tuned. Or actually, you won't need to stay tuned because if you read below, you'll see who's going to be on anyway. So fuck, whatever. So these guys actually know. See how fucked up that is? There's a mind fuck. As I'm recording this, I do not know who's going to be my guest. But as you guys are reading this right now, you already know before I do. Boom. Mind blown. And on that note... Live stream for the cure. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the live stream for the cure, Steve 
from the podcast. Justin. I'm already getting those feels, man. Loving it. All right, and Steve, welcome to the live stream for the cure. We just hit our goal. Fifty nice. one hundred dollars. How the hell are you? I'm doing good and congratulations. Holy shit. Then you guys don't need me, right? We definitely still need you. We <laughs> gotta get some gravy on top of that. We gotta get some gravy up on top of that. And um, welcome to the live stream for The Cure again. And um, please, uh, if our audience has never heard of the podcast, let them know what your show is all about. Well, my show is pretty much just me talking about shit I hate, shit I find funny, and shit that really pisses me off. So I like to dub myself the nicest asshole you'll ever meet. So that pretty much sums it up. But I do have guests that I interview. I do also have uh, co-hosts that are actually more... I guess not more stupid, but not more funnier, but I guess they add just enough to the show where I'm not just some idiot talking by myself. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I find it very hard just doing a podcast on your own with no one talking back. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I like to do the restaurant show and, and that one I can do all by myself. Epic, epic really? because I hate doing by myself though. I love having somebody else to talk movies with. Well, that's that's the thing, too, especially if it's a topic that you love to talk about. You want someone else's opinion so you could bounce off each other, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I am sorry that we brought you in a few minutes late there, but we were were blaring some queen to celebrate. Oh, no problem. Actually, I should apologize because I'm going to call myself out here because I like to have ownership. And I always make fun of people who don't own up to their mistakes on my podcast. So I know I was supposed to be on earlier. It's my fault. Apparently, I can't tell time. And I think I live in the middle of the Atlantic because there's maybe a four or three hour difference. I don't know. Eh. But I do apologize. There's some miscommunication and at somewhere least in Greenland. Now. Somewhere in Greenland. Well, there you go. Exactly. So maybe I, well, I'm not too far off. I am in Toronto. So at least it's pretty, pr- pretty close. Perfect. Toronto is a lovely city, but don't ever go there or live there, I guess. Uh, when it's 20 below zero, right, Bill? We visited Toronto in February, like a year or two ago. It right. was 20 below. <laughs> only 20? That's it? Only 20. Yeah, only 20. Oh, that's not so it was balmy for you. Well, yeah. Well, our the worst we usually get is about minus 40. So, yeah, 20, 20 is a nice sunny day for us. <laughs> <laughs> Bill remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers too, Bill. So, uh, yeah, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I know oh, you had a few yeah. different things that you that you wanted to talk about uh, today, as well Most as definitely. you wanted to talk about the Goonies, you said, right? Oh, of course. Well, you guys are the epic film guys, so I don't know who else better to talk to with about my favorite movie than you guys. So I, I don't really want to review it. I really want to just like, because everyone's watched the Goonies by now, so there's no sense of reviewing the damn movie. But like break down some scenes, some stuff that you enjoyed, like certain parts, characters and whatnot, and just go from there. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm I will not, give yeah. you the floor, my friend. Uh, you could go quiet, Justin. Keep you okay, shut I, up. All right. I'll let the attend. I'll, I'll let the anticipation grow. I'll be wait, quiet. Hang on. I'm sorry. Wait. Stop it. Oh. Hang on. Wait. Wait. Shit. Hang on. Damn it. 
I, I pushed the button too fast. Hey, Justin, here you go. This is for you. This is Epic Film Frog here, and I want to tell you, go fuck yourself. Hmm. <laughs> but I didn't really mean that. I've never meant to say that to Justin. No. Hmm. Damn frog. Yes, Steve, please. You have the floor. Thank you very much. Well, obviously, we're doing all this to raise cancer research. And a big thank you to you, Nick. I'm sure you're probably half in the bag by now. Not drunk, but tired, die. that means. Well, yeah, exactly. So I don't know how you're doing it. And obviously you, you as well, Justin, but this is crazy. You guys are doing an awesome thing. And first and foremost, I'd like to congratulate and thank you on behalf of all the other podcasters as well for what you're doing. Thank but you very, very much. What caught my eye, obviously, was because we are part of the Potter family and we follow each other and we see each other's tweets. And I've always wanted to raise some sort of money or something of awareness towards cancer because it has affected me. Not directly. I've never had cancer. Thank God a knock on wood. But it's affected me since pretty much, I don't know, I was about six or seven months old. So I was born and I was born here, here in Toronto, Canada, and my parents are immigrants from Portugal. So they were here, with whatever. And there was one day, again, as I mentioned, I was about six months and my mom ended up taking a spill down the stairs. Again, being a Portuguese lady, you're not allowed to complain. You're not allowed to bitch. So she sucked it up. She had some neck pains, whatnot. So she just sucked it up like a Portuguese woman should because she has to take care of her family and, and cook, right? So one day she finally had enough and she went to the doctor to go for a checkup because her neck was just throbbing. She couldn't take it anymore. Well, beknownst to all of us, she ended up contracting a tumor in her spine, right, up, right, right in her neck area, right? So the tumor was obviously cancerous and she got cancer. So I really never knew my mom healthy ever in my lifetime. And... The fucked up part about it, we are allowed to swear, correct? I don't want oh, to start. Yeah, you're yeah, I'm going to say, dude, dropping a fucking bomb and a half right in the middle of his story there. I, I didn't want to cut you off, but dropping <laughs> a $402.05 donation. Dude, absolutely amazing. I'm guessing that's 520 Canadian, right? Give or take, yes, you got it. Five hundred and twenty Canadian. That is absolutely amazing. So, Justin, do you know what that means? That means oh. that we have officially raised over ten thousand dollars for the Cancer Research Institute. There you go. Mm. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much, man. That means Holy the shit. world. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Well, it's not all me. It's I got to drop some names here because on behalf of Pedro, Richie, Shannon, Vanessa, Brad, Jose, and Sean and Giselle. And Thank obviously uh, from the podcast itself, we've <sighs> tried to raise as much as we could. That is amazing. Thank you so, so, so much. My God, that is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, you don't have to thank me. I thank you for doing this because I wouldn't be able to raise all this money on my own. So, no, I thank <sighs> you guys. <sighs> I need to breathe for a minute. <laughs> You yeah, continue you with want... your story. I get a breeze for a minute. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> back to my story. Yes, now you know why I, I've wanted to do this for such a long time. And here's the proof in the pudding. So I was, I think I left off. Yeah, my mom got, she got diagnosed with a tumor. They had to remove it. And at the time, this was roughly, I don't want to put my age out there, but this was roughly about 1980. So back then, these guys know how medicine used to be compared to now. Not so good. So her operation was the first operation of its kind when it happened, and it took 18 hours with six different physicians from around the world that flew in just to tend to my mom. When she, she, when she came out of recovery, luckily she recovered the surgery. When she came out, she was paralyzed from the waist down because they had to remove half of her bones in her neck and replace it with tubing. 
And um, sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up here because obviously this is a, a, a touchy subject for me. And so she um, she was paralyzed and ended up being in a wheelchair. So as me growing up, I never knew that my mom was able to walk, right? And over time, luckily, she gained ability to walk again. And all this, in the meantime, the doctors gave my mom fucking only six months to live. And she ended up surviving another 26 years. And like I said, it was just hard on me because I really didn't have a childhood. My childhood was literally being my mom's nurse and taking care of her. And being there for her and um, just doing all that stuff, right? So she ended up passing away. She ended up getting all kinds of other different types of complications due to the the cancer. She ended up getting dementia. She had diabetes. She had uh, a stroke right before she passed. And um, she ended up literally passing with me in the room and also my wife. And yeah, that was like one of the hardest times of my life. So yeah, fuck you, cancer. Well, Steve, uh, dude, thank you so much for, for sharing that story. That's an absolutely, it's a terrible story. It's it's an absolutely tragic story, but I want to thank you very much for sharing that with our audience today. Well, it's just to show that it cancer doesn't have to affect you directly because it's nowhere as hard as having this fucking stupid disease as well, but it's the people who it affects and the memories that are left behind. Cause like I said, I had no memory of my mom being healthy. So all I picture in my mind is my mom with no hair, disabled, crippled, and barely being able to talk, right? So that that's for that reason alone is why I really hate it. And sorry for bringing the show to a halt. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, that's the exact reason why we're doing this in the first place. So I just wanted to personally thank you yeah. for opening up to us and to our audience for this amazing cause and just letting it all loose, man. It takes, it takes some balls to be able to, to tell that story the way you told it. And I just want to thank Especially you. Especially live for the entire internet to hear or all smart, our small corner of it anyway. Well, I am popping my cherry on the internet. So there you go. Internet. <laughs> we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh no. Much. Again, thank you for giving me the platform to, like I said, because yeah, a lot of people don't understand it. This doesn't affect the person. It's everyone that it touches. And then it seeps down to everyone else that's affected that person because the people who are close to me obviously see me as a hard and I guess, like I said, the nicest asshole you'll meet. But now you probably know why because of what's happened to me as, as a young age. Like I'm only 38, but I've lived probably a life of a 70-year-old by now with all the stress of this damn disease, right? So yeah. that's what Jeez. it does to people, unfortunately. So yeah, let's... It's about time. I'm sorry, it cut out. The audio cut out for me right there. I'm sorry, so I didn't hear what you said. I said, let's just get rid of this shit because it, it, it's about time. It's been around two. Oh, my God, yeah. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of you out there, every dollar that was do donated, excuse me, every single dollar that was donated, every time that promo was played, every single time you shouted out the event or yep. talked about it or anything, that dollar amount is because of you. That dollar amount right there, $5,500, $5,500. And again, everything raised in the month of May, which is now 
5,300 of that. So we have raised over $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. And it's all because of you people. It's all because of you people. So thank you. Thank you all so, so legitimately. I mean, I never thought. I, after last year's event, last year's event was really tough and we didn't hit our goal last year. And, uh, we, we ended up with around $1,180, which was still doubled. The cancer research Institute doubled it. So it still ended up at about $2,500. But when I earmarked $5,000 this year, when I said we alone, were going to hit $5,000. Uh, I gotta, I gotta admit there were, there were times when I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And then we finished off day one with 42%. We finished day two yesterday with 80%. And then today we had a donation overnight from the contrarians podcast. And I donated all of the proceeds from our merchandise sales, which was over $150. And then you guys and your generosity and your amazing, amazing work. Uh, Like Steve, you know, collecting from, from friends, from family, from other people who also are sick of cancer's bullshit. I yep. wanted to get the fuck out of here. All of it, all of it, literally. We <laughs> we cannot thank you enough. We 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 legitimately cannot thank you enough. Exactly. That's that's why we're doing it. So let's let's fucking kick this shit to the. I said it. Could get rid of Ebola and other diseases and the fucking plague. I'm sure we could get rid of cancer by now. I agree. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. There's no way around it. Fight the good right. fight. You, let's, have, let's have some fun now so people could stop wiping their tears and start laughing a bit. I'm actually, I'm posting right now over on oh. our, over on our, uh, on the Twitter account about, uh, about how much we made it uh, now. So in the interest of having some fun, uh, right. it, <laughs> Steve came on to talk about his favorite movie, The Goonies. Now, any of you who listen to the Epic Film Guys podcast know that I do not like The Goonies. (laughs) Fuck off, man. He's the only person in the entire world that I've ever met that dislikes the film. I know people that don't love it, but I I never met anyone until I met Nick when he was like, oh, I don't like that movie. I hate that movie. In the spirit of the event, in the spirit of the event, I can't can't say say a mean word about it. It's too... too, (laughs) This this is a positive time. This is a time to be happy, to be positive. Drew Hallam, nobody hurt me, and I do not hate America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so I will let you and Justin, because Justin loves this movie. Justin okay, but hold on. Hold movie. on, Nick. On my show, it's all about being negative, so don't worry. So th- this little corner is about the podcast right now. What don't you like about the movie? Now I'm curious. Yeah, it we have just, to hear what, it. I, it was for me, and I know a lot of people watched this movie as kids. They, they saw right. it first as kids, and it has that nostalgic tie for them. I didn't Thank see you. it until I was much older. And for me, oh. like that magic that you first experience about... I have movies like that where I experienced them first as a kid, and I still watch them today, and I kind of get that nostalgic magic back. It makes me takes me back to that time. Right. I don't have that with The Goonies. And, and when I watched it, I was yeah. just like, it's fine. I don't think it's a terrible movie or anything. It's not like Dirty Dancing or some bullshit like that. <laughs> You know, oh. Swayze, get out of here. No, he's bring him but, in. He wants to come on in. He is. He's right here. But um, yeah, so it's but it's just it's just not my movie. It's just not mine. It's it's okay. That's it's, fair. It's just not um, not the movie for me. So it's like it's fine, but I don't 
particularly i don't think it's great really at all and i just i just don't care <laughs> well you know what that's how that's i'm on the same boat with et i didn't get to watch it as a kid and i watched it when i was a much older teenager and yeah it didn't hold up so i totally understand so yeah no worry i think everybody's got that one movie too that you know i think they're so. on an island alone <laughs> yeah exactly something just happened that time where you weren't able to watch or, it and that's it or this guy he's my no no, you like you lie about it. You really do like Swayze. We know that you deep down. Like I like my Swayze, Swayze on a stick. I've had this goddamn thing oh. for over two years now. Swayze on a stick. When you invite Justin to your bachelor party, <laughs> you get a That's Swayze what happens, on a stick. Man. That's what happens. But I mean, I I grew up with the Goonies. I love Perfect. the Goonies, and it's Thank the you. one movie that I feel like out of all the '80s movies that we got, that's been not stolen from but mm-hmm. homaged in so many different iterations um and so many like for example um you wouldn't have stranger things which i know a lot yeah. of people love without the goonies the goonies was one of the first uh adventure films that followed a group of kids and a group of realistic type kids i mean they're more hollywood um than today's standards would consider them but i mean they felt like real kids and when you were growing up everyone liked young cory feldman you know, everyone liked Ch- young Sean Astin. And yeah. I, I mean, who didn't like the truffle shuffle? You know, thank you. <laughs> I hope you were going to bring that up. That's like the best. But you know what? Uh, that's where I have to nitpick a little bit. Look how okay. big tr- uh, Chunk was. He could have just kicked down that fence and walked right in. He didn't need to get down there and do the truffle shuffle for them. He didn't have to, but I feel like he's the one out of the group that got picked on the most. That's, so I yeah, felt like, you know, it, you know, as far as his character is concerned, it's kind of requ- he knows it's required of him to be picked on and he has to be hazed every single day by the group. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think this this movie will always stand the test of time because of the fact, even though it is pure 80s, let's make no mistake. Cindy Lauper's you know, title track on it's amazing, yes. um, but it's it's still timeless. Have you seen the, the actual music video to it? I have. Yeah. It's been a while, but I've seen it. Okay, because I, I I've never seen it. Because up here in Canada, we didn't get MTV until like the '90s, so we never got MTV. So we were like in the closet when it came to music videos. But I finally saw it because I have the Blu-ray, and I didn't even know it was on it. I put it in. First yeah, off, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like 12 minutes long, which just right there alone just goes to show the production value of it. And then for some odd reason, which makes no correlation with the movie whatsoever, a bunch of '80s wrestlers are in it. Like you got yeah. Roddy Piper, Captain Lou Albano's in it. Yes, you got uh, the, the Camel Clutch character, Iron Sheik. Like all these guys. Like I don't understand. And then I put two two together. That's at Side the same note. time. Follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter. It's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life. Oh, I know because he's usually up here in Toronto and he loves us. So I follow. He is. He is. One, I don't. I don't even know what word would describe him really. But there's, yeah, he's. There's there. no words. There's no words. Just follow it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a good account to follow but yeah no but what was your favorite character of all the goonies um you know it's kind of tough to say um as a kid it was probably mikey because i had asthma and even oh, though people see. probably look at that as annoying that he's always got to use his inhaler right. um, i grew up like that when i hung out with my friends I, I grew up in the country and we had like a couple acres of land uh that we were renting uh and I'd go out in the woods. Like as a kid, that's what I did. Other than playing video games 
and watching movies, I went out and actually played, you know, like kids used to. And yes, thank you. Whenever I, would, whenever I would go outside <laughs> to climb some trees or ride my bike that huge hell outside, I had to use my inhaler. So I think as a kid, wow. it was probably Mikey. Um, but now, whenever I watch it, I think I cherish the fact that Corey Feldman was what he was in the 80s and not what he is now. And I, I don't hate on him like a lot of people do now. I know he's kind of nuts. Uh, oh, he's got him. good reason to be. But don't worry, I hate him. him. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know I don't, I don't go that far. You know who I can't hate on? Tony Dobish for dropping twenty five fucking oh. dollars as a donation for the live stream. Tony Dobish, the cure. Thank you very much, Tony. Thank you, Tony. But Thanks. yeah, so so now it's it's got to be Mal probably. But I got to ask you, who's your who's your absolute favorite character in the film? So my favorite character, well, obviously it would have to be Mouth because I'm a smart ass and I would put my two cents in every conversation. So it would have to be Mouth. Was only pretty because, hilarious. Only because I could relate. But speaking of Corey Feldman, so like I said, I've watched the movie, I don't know, more times than I could count. And so this time around, I wanted to watch it with the cast commentary just to see what they would say and get some back notes or whatnot. And I couldn't. After five minutes, I had to stop because Corey Feldman was so goddamn fucking annoying. It was all about him. That's all it was. And yeah. he needed to put in. No, he, like, dude, he's know. definitely like that. I've had some friends that have met him at conventions because uh, okay, he does yeah. horror conventions once in a while. Right. Um, or they've met him in person. And he he talks a lot about himself. He makes it seem like meeting him is an absolute privilege that you should be bowing down at his feet. Really? Um, yeah, he's got that attitude about him. I've never met him. I, I have wanted to take the opportunity to meet him if I can, just because um, outside of Goonies, I'm a huge horror fan, and I love him in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. But Thank um, you, yeah. But, um, I mean, that's that's just who Corey Feldman is. I think he's – maybe it's he's in denial over the fact that his career never really went anywhere after, like, the early 90s let up. Yeah, but, uh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, what can you do? Uh, okay, did you know that they actually made a sequel to The Goonies? Were you aware of this? I have heard something about that, but I've never wanted to look into it, only because I don't think that it could possibly live up to the first. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I... Well, how about this? It's not even a movie. The actual real sequel to The Goonies was a Nintendo-released video game oh called The Goonies God. 2. Oh, my God. I was not aware that of that. for some knowledge? I'm yeah. looking that so up right now. So you can actually go back. It's the fucking most shittiest game ever. Don't even bother wasting your time. <laughs> I'm not surprised, <laughs> but for nostalgic reasons, awesome. it would be nice to have that cartridge. You know what I mean, but other than that, yeah, dude, there's nothing. <laughs> it makes no sense, and I don't know how the story continued. It just really starts off, and you just go and whatever. Nice. Nick, is there anything at all about the Goonies? That you actually do enjoy. It's been ages since I even watched The Goonies. I thought <laughs> you had to watch it? it recently for something. No, I didn't have to watch it. I worked a call out like a few years ago at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy I was working the call out with brought it. So I got to like half watch half of it because he uh, like just had it on his laptop and it was on the desk right next to me. So I was like, well, I got to have my eyes do something right now. Um, so I watched like half of it. But uh, but uh yeah, no, I, I got. I haven't seen it in in too long to be able to even comment about it. And I don't want. Do you remember you the last? Do you remember the last time? Or what? Actually, you said you hadn't watched it until you were in adulthood. So when did you watch it for the first time? I'm just curious. I was like in my mm-hmm. late twenties, maybe even my early thirties. Oh like, wow! It was yeah. late, dude. Like super late. 
Yeah, that would do that. That'll leave a sour taste in your mouth, sure. Yeah, but you have to like everyone knows this. AU guys, like who does not know that line? That's the best line ever in any movie. Hey, and I you still guys. Think- yeah, I know. It's, it's Justin iconic, Winters does that to me all <laughs> the time. All the time. To troll me about my dislike of the Goonies. Because Justin Shock Winters Top? is another no. one of those people. Shock Top. Yeah. Good old, yeah. It's it's a real stretch to find out that Shock Top would troll me. Where is he? Here he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. And who who is this person, may I ask? That would be Justin Winters from So I Married a Movie Geek. Yep, he he loves the Goonies, like loves, loves, loves it. Oh, so automatically I love him then. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that's how easy it is uh, to get in with me. You just got to like the movie. That's it. Okay, one last question about the Goonies. And then I have an actual serious question. Let's do it. Goes on my most recent episode, and I want to get your reaction to this. But what was your favorite scene, Justin? I was just about to get to that. Um, for me, Perfect. it's got to be the end on the ship because when you're watching it as a kid, right? You you have this excitement, this suspense that they're actually going to get see the treasure, and then when when you see them actually see the ship and they get on the ship, mm-hmm. um, and they have the battle, uh, and then you know there's something so special about that. And it's got that action adventure, almost like a pirate esque uh, yes, type of action of there, which I loved that kind of action growing up and I still do. So mm-hmm. for me, like that's the ending fight and the end f- finale has got to be the best. No, it is. It's true. Well, how about this? Did you know that when they set up that scene or, or sorry, the set for that yeah. whole, uh, right before they slide down the, the slip and slide or whatever those things are in, in the tunnels and they hit the the pirate ship, the kids did not know about that set. No one saw it. And when they turned around in that first scene for the first time, reaction that the director got, because that's how what he was going for. Yeah, that, Richard Donner had mentioned that in an interview, and I believe that's actually something I did learn from the special features on the Blu-ray edition oh, of the film. Yeah, so I, yeah, because I, I, I read that a while ago, and I'm like, you know what? Where like where's this dedication nowadays when it comes to movies? And that's the other thing people don't don't realize about 80s movies. Yeah, the soundtrack was a bit corny, the way they dressed, sure. But the detail into everything that made it into a story from start to finish, like this movie's almost two hours long, and it literally feels like you're watching it for only an hour. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned you ask about modern filmmakers and why they don't do that kind of thing anymore. Right. Uh, a film that just came out last year that I loved a lot that follows a group of kids on, on an adventure, a horrific adventure. Um, Andy Muschietti, who directed the new It movie. I don't know how you felt yeah. about that. But he actually hid the kids from Bill Skarsgård in the makeup until the first day they had to shoot with them to kind nice. of build anticipation. They wouldn't let them see any, any of the designs or anything. So right. when they saw him for the first time, they saw him in character because he was in character on and off set. He wasn't himself. So I, I do think some directors still appreciate that old way of filmmaking, but I agree with you hundred percent. It is very special. Oh, that's so, yeah. Well, it shows. Agreed. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. All right. Well, my time's probably running short here, but I posed this question this week on the podcast, Cheap Plug, which you could hear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Podbros Network. Yeah, you plug but, yourself away, brother. You plug yourself away. You do it, man. This is your well, platform, dude. I usually do it on Saturday nights. I like to plug myself, but I digress. Anyways. <laughs> hey, you said anything goes, right? So th- this is the raunchy shit you get on my show. Yeah, literally anything goes. Okay, good. So... 
my I have a producer, a silent producer, who I dubbed Master P because he, he used to be very, sh- well, he still is. He used to be very shitty and he caused, well, put it this way. He just sits in front of me. So again, like I said before, it's hard for me to talk to myself without having either someone on the end or someone I look at, right? So he comes in when I do my solo episodes and I bounce shit off him and I see his reactions. But he, he never spoke to the point where some people actually think he's fake. But anyways, he comes in and we do all that stick, right? So he usually runs the Twitter account for the podcast and does stuff for me online, which he's great. He's fantastic. So anyways, this week we're going to pose a question. I came up with this the other day because I noticed what I do. And I'm going to drop breaking news this week because I said I was going to do it. Episode, but you guys will get my answer. Now, when you guys drop. I, I'm naked all the way, dude. Oh, no fuck question. off, man. <laughs> That's disgusting. How? Why? Why is it disgusting? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. It's just, okay, how about this? Okay, not to put you on the spot, but. If you masturbate, do you masturbate completely naked? No, I don't. Thank you. There you go. See? Yeah, okay. We're on, we're on the mean, same the level sock, as far as the that's concerned. his dick count is, is <laughs> floating? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, you know what? It, well, no, it doesn't. Because socks on your feet don't count, too. I mean, you got to have something around your chest. Well, not, not even. Like some kind of anything, I guess. But I wouldn't be able to sit there completely naked. I don't know. It's just there's something wrong. I don't know. It's just not right in my mind. So one is yes and one is no then. Great. Yep. Right. So I wonder how this uh, Twitter poll is going to come out. I'm just curious what mostly of the people think out there. Before you run out of here, before you run yes. out of here, because we didn't have anything scheduled after you. So, so you, were oh, okay. good to, you were good to chill for, for, for just a minute. And I, that's why I didn't worry about us running over. Uh, so okay. please. Tell our audience where they can find the podcast and, uh, you know, tell them anything else that you, uh, that you want to get off your chest. If anyone wants to start, you could start off with the bowling ball episode. That is my most infamous episode where me and two of my co-hosts just let loose. Well, put it this way. One was high and one was drunk and I was trying (laughs) to wrangle these two together. So it makes for a great show. And you know what? To bring people in, I got to tell what the actual bowling ball is. And this might shut us down, so just be prepared just in case. But I hear this. the bowling ball is a sexual term that, not that we've coined, but someone has coined, but we're trying to make famous. And I actually have what I have annually. I give out the podcast awards, which I dubbed the DP awards. So, and this is modeled after the DP awards. So it's a sexual position. You have a guy and a girl or two girls, as long as one's strong enough. You proceed to put one finger in the asshole, one finger in the cooch, and then the thumb rubbing the clit, and you pick up the woman and you throw her like a bull. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and on that note, and in a nutshell, that's what the podcast is all about. I've never heard anything like that in my entire life. And that is amazing. I can't believe that I just heard that. Now you're intrigued, aren't you? I'm I'm intrigued in a very strange way, but I am oh intrigued. And the way that you explained it with your precision, Justin Winston, and so home? calmly, it's a uh, I can't even. Bl- She's going to be home in the next hour and a half. So, oh boy, oh bowling ball, not oh boy. <laughs> He's going to text me later and be like, Steve, you're right. Oh, shit. 
You know what? Go for the turkey, man. Get three strikes in a row. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the podcast in a nutshell. I'm lighthearted. Like I said, I might seem like an asshole on the top, but deep down, I just tear stuff and I like to laugh. So there you go. Well, we do appreciate you coming and visiting the live stream for the cure. We definitely appreciate it. We definitely appreciate uh, your your openness with sharing your story. And, of course, that massive, massive uh, donation pushing us well over once it's doubled the $10,000 mark uh, for the Cancer Research Institute. So that is absolutely amazing. We want to thank you very, very much for being here. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. No, same to you guys. Appreciate it and keep doing what you're doing. So that was uh, the live stream for The Cure. Um, I don't remember when I did that. I don't know if it was time stamped or if I said the date. I think it was May something. Anyways, whatever. If you didn't watch it, um, you got to hear it here on the podcast. I knew I said I wasn't going to air it, but I was on uh, vacation this week. Just actually recently back literally 30 minutes ago and already recording. See how dedicated I fucking am? This is how fucking dedicated I am to my cause. I wasn't going to drop any bonus shit. I wasn't going to do anything extra. I was just going to have that 38 to 40 minutes before. No, that's not the mic crashing. That's my guest being stupid because I did go into my Rolodex and pulled someone. I'll introduce him soon enough. But I, um, I was just going to air that clip and just say oh, it's going to be a mini episode. But no. See, I have dedication and I want to bring to you guys a full fucking episode. So I went into my Rolodex. I had to go all the way across the fucking Atlantic Ocean to get my guest. All the way from Liverpool, the Scouser himself, fucking Ian. What's up, buddy? Fucking Ian. I'm good, mate. How are you? Hey, like I said, just freshly back from a nice little road trip I did to Mon- Mon- Montreal. You look, you look well, you're, you're looking very fresh. I look orange, like I told you. But you hey. look a bit, bit jaundiced. Oh, fuck off, man. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you could say I caught AIDS over there or something from eating all the poutine. Oh, fuck. Okay, so let's get into what we, I guess, well, I heard it a long time ago. These The listeners just heard it now, but the live stream for the cure, that was something cool. Yeah, that was something so sick. Well, I actually, um, I always remember you telling me when this was about to be, when it was about to be on, and I was driving to, I think, the gym, and um, I was on the, the motorway or the freeway, whatever you call it. I was like that looking at the time and I thought, oh shit, now it's, um, I'm sure now it's going to be on. And by the time I actually got it on, in, on my radio in the car, um, right. you, were, you were just coming on. It was like the most oh, perfect, perfect time and ever. So um, it was like taking like 20 minutes to drive to the gym. So by the time I got there, I parked up, I was able to catch all of it. And it was unreal. Like I didn't know, um, obviously more like most of that stuff that you were talking about and i also right. didn't know that you were raising money because i would have obviously contributed but <laughs> you raised a hell of a lot of money mate which is uh, thank you thank you unbelievable, really good thing mate so good for you and good for everyone who, who helped you out with it as well well obviously and it was literally all last minute i i scrounged together a few couple hundred bucks but the literal last hour or so is when the majority of the money all poured in so I don't know if it's because they were watching me and seeing me live or if they finally were like, okay, he is actually going to do it. Maybe they didn't believe I was going to go through with it. You never know, right, what people think nowadays. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I've always, like... You didn't them in advance, like, days or weeks before or anything? Well, I knew, I think, four weeks before when I was promoting it on the show. I think that's when I officially started promoting it. So it was about a four-week window. But you know how people are. People fucking yeah. drag their feet and wait last yeah. minute for everything, right? So... 
You yeah, know, well, I don't think you asked me to, to, to donate any money. I felt a bit... Um, Slated? Like, I, know, I know I'm poor, mate, but, you know, <laughs> you have some change, I could have contributed. Hey, your fucking pound is worth more than my dollar, so anything would have been worth <laughs> something, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I feel weird, because actually, truth be known, it was my wife who reached out to everyone, pretty much, other than people who actually just came to me, like, even, like, Pedro and Richie and shit, they actually... I didn't ask them. They said, here, here's yeah, money. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. No problems. You know what I mean? But I felt weird. I don't know. I always feel weird reaching out to my close friends for cash because, uh, you know, it's not like everyone's going through perfect times. You know what I mean? And then it gets yeah, kind of awkward. It's like cash for every day of the week, is it? It's like a, it's That's a, true, it's too. One off and- yeah, that's true. But again, I don't know. I just feel weird. Like, if it's a stranger, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's why I plugged it on the show. If anyone wanted to email me or PayPal me. Yeah. Which I think a couple of people did anyway, so shout out to those people. But yeah, it's I don't know. Bro, you know what 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 you what, what you're talking about. It 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 touches home because everyone in some way or another has been affected by that disease, and whether it's directly or indirectly, or a friend of a friend, right. or you know, everyone's got a story to share about that, haven't they? So everyone can relate in some way, <clears throat> whether it's in a little way or whether it's in a huge way, but. Um, it was emotional, man, to where, to, to where, you know, that your upbringing was mainly just looking after your mum and you didn't really have much of a healthy, um, what's the word? Childhood? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you normal know, childhood? Yeah. I, I didn't... Yeah, you know, you, you get what I mean, don't you? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that was sad, but at the same time, you know, it's developed you into this handsome thug legend that you are right now wow thank you bro you, you know it was amazing man and, and good for you for opening up you know on 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 that sort of platform because a lot of people wouldn't have done that so well, i was proud of you bro thanks well again people know the episodes before i started getting you clowns on like you and pedro and so forth as my co-host and then moving up in the world and actually getting guests from like the wrestling business and comedians and so forth and so on I used to tell these Portuguese stories. So people were probably like, hey, you mentioned that your mom left you at the mall once and your parents left you at the airport. Yeah, okay. But you have to understand, I was born and just, I think it was six months later, my mom got cancer. And then by the time, because she was in a wheelchair until maybe I was 11 or 12. Then she was able to walk around with a cane. And then finally she ended up getting one of those motorized scooters. So she was able to go around. When I was about... 11 or 12-ish is when she had the motorized scooter. So that's when I would go with her to places. And that's where I would get abandoned. And I have my funny stories. But So I didn't really get to live a full childhood, but I still kind of did, right? But yeah. Yes, yeah. It is what it is. What can you do? It's it's what life gives you and what and what you do with it is what makes you the person, like you said, right? Yeah, 100%. Mate, I'm, I'm a big believer in that um, life does not throw at you things that you are not able to deal with. Do you know what I mean? And, and you deal with each obstacle, and that, as you say, that does shape you, doesn't it, in different aspects of your life? Oh, of course. Of course. All right. Let's stop shining my knob here and making it seem like I'm such a good person. Because all I really <laughs> did was just literally say what happened to me. I didn't go through anything. I helped my mom great. She's yeah. the one who actually suffered. She's, she's the one who deserves all the props. But, weed. Speaking of cancer. Weed's going to be legalized in Canada very, very soon. I can't believe I haven't brought this up on a recent episode. It keeps slipping my mind. I don't know how, since I'm a big proponent, but they just passed it. And uh, apparently at the end of September, early October, 
You're going to be able to walk into a store. You're going to be able to fucking smoke weed in legalized areas and not get worried that the cops are going to pinch you. How sweet is that? Sorry, Ian, that's for Canadians, that is. Mate, we are so far behind, you know, in terms of stuff like this. Are you? Yeah, like our government, I, don't, I wouldn't get into it, but our governments are just not the type of governments who are going to just let that happen, you know what I mean? And really? I just I just don't get the problem with it. So you guys are like super conservative over there, the government? Yeah. Oh. God protect me, honestly. Which surprises me, because you got other European nations, like my my i guess my homeland my parents homeland of portugal where all drugs are legal now and yeah that's insane hasn't the crime rate is like dropped like 80 percent, just gone and it's like you know it works in some places i don't care if Mm. if one country can see how another country um runs and and what improvements they've made with the changes that they've made why not sort of think well why don't we adopt that approach but 12 months and see what happens and if it doesn't work exactly you've tried it what is the I, you know um, Brexit is a big thing over here and everyone's like right. what's going to happen but I think it's Switzerland I might be wrong I hope I'm not Switzerland I think right um, I think they've done something similar and all their like basically they're booming their oh, industry's really? booming see? so it'll be interesting to see what happens there See, but the funny part about all this is that Britain is actually the world's largest exporter of cannabis for medicinal scientific use. Do you know how much they produce? 95 tons of legal marijuana in 2016. So that adds up to about 44.9% of the world's total. That's ridiculous. And yet it's not legal there. So you guys are profiting, but not letting... Well, the government, sorry, is profiting, and you guys are there stuck getting pinched if these guys end up smoking. Where's the other 56% coming from? Um, Colombia, probably. Who knows? No, well, I don't know. Well, Canada's a big exporter of uh, marijuana, too. We have a lot of farms up here now. Do you really? Oh, yeah, it's it's a booming industry. Like, the stock market on that alone, it's like almost Bitcoin. It went from, like, zero to fucking 200% overnight. So, yeah, it, it boomed, trust me. So, yeah, we're, we're like, big exporters. It's, be, it's just a big drug dealer, isn't it? But no one else is allowed to do it, but they can make a fortune from it. That's so... Fu- so, what are the... What's the penalization there for marijuana? How how strict are the laws? Because I always wonder, because I know the states are pretty strict. It's not... No, it's not too bad. It's, it's okay. a bit of like... If you get caught on the street with it, right. it's a, a slap on the wrist, he'll take it off. Yeah, it depends on what you're carrying. Gotcha. But um, if, if you're growing it, Okay. Yeah, how you you fucked. Well, basically. yeah, same thing. Okay, yeah. Before all this came into effect, it was pretty much the same thing in Canada. If you were caught smoking down the street, the cop would stop you. Be like, "Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? Grab your license, check your record. If you're clean, you have nothing else on you. Okay, see you later." The cop takes the joint and smokes it himself afterwards. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So I, I guess it's sort of the same thing here, but in the states, it's pretty fucked up. They could do some serious time, even just caught with like a dime or something. That's what's fucked up. Sorry, American hey. listeners. Yeah, mate, the states freaks me out. Like, I think the laws over there um, are great. You know, like if someone um, robs an old woman and beats her up, what they the don't f- just get a slap on the wrist, they get like 10 years in prison. Well, which obviously. Is yeah, but in this country, you don't, mate. Do you know the only way in are the you? UK you're going to get um, a heavy sentence in jail right. is if you steal from the establishment, i.e. rob a bank or really? rob a security van with carrying money. Then you're gonna get like fifteen to twenty years. But if you beat up an old woman, 
and Robert Jewelry, you're going to get like three years maximum and save half. I'm not oh. encouraging it, you know, but I'm just saying that in America, if you've done the same thing, you'd be getting 15 to 30 years, wouldn't you? I guess that- so. I, I don't know about up here. I don't know how the, the laws are for beating up old women in Canada, but I'm sure they're pretty strict too. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we don't, we don't advocate that. That's just an example. Well, true. Well, at least in the States, there's different states where it is legal, like California and shit, right? So they get to partake in weed. But yeah, the other states who don't, that's pretty funny. But since you're talking about old women, how about this? Did you hear about this woman? 92-year-old woman shot her son, allegedly, allegedly shot her son after he told her she was going to go to a nursing home. (laughs) And she killed him! She, she, yeah, I read that she just walked in when he was in bed and just started unloading shots. Like, that's ridiculous. She shot him five times, I think. Oh, let me see here. In front of his girlfriend. She, okay, so this woman's from Arizona. And yeah, she was 92. Actually, sorry. She looks pretty crazy, whoever this woman is. I'm not going to say her name. She was 92 yes. who sits in a wheel. She was even in a fucking wheelchair. This woman's fucking gangster. Shooting her son in a wheelchair. Gangster granny. Oh wow, her son was old too. What the fuck? He should be going to funeral. He's like seventy-two. Yeah, and she's ninety-two. Fifty something. Fuck. She feared he'd put her in. She hid two pistols in her robe and ambushed him in his bedroom. Wow, that's some serious shit. So she actually planned it. Yeah. Uh, So you see, people. Like she give a fuck, really. See, that's the plan. See now, now. God bless her soul, she would like me to make fun of her, but same thing with my mom. You wait until they go senile to put them in a home. Because that's what we did with my poor mom. Once she got dementia, then it was just too hard for us to take care of her. We had to put her in like a... But it wasn't an old folks home. It was actually a fucking nursing slash old folks home. And they had activities where she was happy there eventually. Uh, Eventually. But you do it when they're not coherent, so then they can't fucking shoot you. That's going to be salty issues isn't it fucking insane only in America that see again fucking guns see she I don't I don't think she would be able to do that with a fucking knife you know the speed she'd be going at you'd fucking see that a mile away 92 busting shots though you know she must have had like at 92 you think a dexterity might be too good and the the strength in her hands you know she's just well you know you know what she actually said before she shot him you took my life, so I'm taking yours. <laughs> this woman, a little bit dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? I should contact this woman and see if she wants to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Interviewer. <laughs> see what was I mean, going that's, through her that's fucking insane, mind. Isn't it? It's been a run- yeah. Did you hear about, um, oh, off topic, did you sure. hear about this? I think I sent you, I don't know if you read it, you might have just been polite and gone, oh yeah, but not really read it, but that the nurse in the UK who's been accused of murdering eight babies. Yeah, yeah, I I saw that. Uh, Well, I didn't read all, you know me, I'm fucked. Yeah, but you just like got the gist of it. Yeah, I saw that, yeah, she was like, what the fuck? Mate, she, you know, like you say looks, you can't really judge someone on the looks, doesn't she just look like butter wouldn't melt? And how old was she? I, I don't think I read that. Early 30s, Max. Oh, fuck. So she wasn't even that old. No. She just looked older, I guess, because she looked more more wholesome. Yeah. Fuck. But she's made, accused of, and arrested and charged. No, not charged, I don't think, yet. I think she's just been arrested for mm. murder of eight babies. Eight. And, the, and potentially another six. Fuck. And now, the, 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 
the hospital that she works in, the police are like investigating there, and they've also moved to another hospital where she oh, worked shit. previously. So what the fuck they're gonna find? She could be one of the biggest, the UK's biggest oh, children's serial killers potentially. And what ages did did it range from? I'm not sure. What, what, I, just I think know babies. It was just bit newborns, I think, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. That's fucking sad, man. You know what the saddest thing is? And how'd she that, kill them, actually? Sorry, how, how'd she actually kill them all? Was it, like, poison or that, suffocate them? Said, yeah, you haven't said. I'm oh, not sure. Or, I'm, I'm guessing something, maybe, like, I don't know. They'll have been having that intravenous drips and stuff. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Fuck. It's fucking I mean, scary out there, man. It's fucked up. Well, there's another reason why I don't want kids. There's another fucking stress to add to your yeah. fucking life. Fuck six. Oh my god. Well, here's another person who likes to fucking kill people. This is just going to be the murdering fucking episode. Talk about <laughs> cancer taking my mom. Talking about an old woman trying to kill her fucking son or did. This is old news, but I wanted to bring it up because it's in Germany. So it's closer to you than it is to me. So, actually, before we get into this, quick World Cup talk. What do you think of what's going on this fucking year with all these big teams bowing out? As we discussed this, it's in between round one and two so we're about to go to round two of the knockout we're about to go to the quarterfinals exactly yeah all right so what do you think um, it's probably been the best world cup for a while just because some big teams have gone out because it's it's made it a bit um a nicer way that one half so there's only two uh routes to the final now so one half has got a lot of good teams brazil france uruguay belgium right they they've all they're all on one side, so they've got to all get past each other okay. to get to the final. Yep. But on the other side is your smaller teams. So it's England, Sweden, Croatia and Russia. So yep. one of them are getting to the World Cup final, which is crazy, isn't it? It's normally like a, what, a France and a Brazil or some shit, or Germany and well, Brazil. I know you don't support your home country because you're not English. You're you're a Scouser, so... Yes, I am, mate. Yes. <laughs> so, what if we England was to win it all? We actually sing a song in football matches. We're okay. not English. We oh, are scouts. What did you say? Sorry. <laughs> what if they win it all? Because they have an actual good possibility. If, if, if they win it, don't get me wrong. If they win it, right. good for them. But um, I just—I've never, not always been not that patriotic. But for all the tournaments they've been in, they usually really let you down, and I just. At one point, just thought, fuck it, I'm not supporting these clowns anymore. <laughs> I normally pick a different team each tournament. Gotcha. Um, it was usually Spain. Yeah. But um, I've got a beef with Spain now because oh. of the cup final. So I just wanted um, Portugal, probably, for Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. Or oh, well. Brazil, potentially. And, you know, Portugal for you and Pedro as well, and Richie, and, and all Brazil. Fuck so. Brazil, they've won it enough times. Give it to someone yeah, else. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, I do like Brazil. I like the Brazilian people. Neymar's a bit of a pussy boy, but other than that. Oh my god, that guy rolls down the street faster than a fucking He's avalanche. Loading, loading, loading. Fuck. Are you watching the games tomorrow? Yourself? Or? I don't know. It depends. You, you know how I think. Of, you know what I think of the the sport of uh, football. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> I appreciate it for its talents, but I don't appreciate it for its, I guess, theatricals and yeah. the fucking behind the scenes shit that's happening you know what i mean yeah. so we'll leave it at that but anyways back to this fucking story i wanted to say germany there's this guy who was suspected okay you work with a lot of people obviously on a daily basis a few handful yeah. at least 
Do you ever have the urge to actually sit there and think of how to kill one of your coworkers? Yes. <laughs> okay, then we have something in common because I'm the same I've way. Thought not only of how I want to do it, like how we'll get away with it as well. Too much, bro. Too much. I know. I, I watch. I mean, I study the crime channel. I know how to do this now. Why do you ask anyway? <laughs> Are you thinking of doing something? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would never. I would just think of it because it would always be nice, you know. Because everyone has that one fucking asshole they always have to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But apparently, this guy in Germany took it one step further. He apparently is suspected of killing twenty-one of his co-workers. Can hell. And That's you know, a whole team. He's wiped the team out. <laughs> Maybe he wants <laughs> a quick promotion. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, you want to know how he did it? Go on. Taint them. Through tainted meat in lunches. Fuck. So he was putting toxic substances in their lunch when their when his coworkers weren't looking. So over time, I guess they just got poisoned and died. Whoa, that's insane. Think about that shit. And again, another older gentleman, 56-year-old guy. And he was caught on camera, so there, not allegedly, so there you go, it's actually proof. So all these people have died in the past and that he's being caught and now they're, they're linking it to... So it's apparently 21, oh, it's right when people are about to retire too, this guy's an asshole. So 21 employees have died right before retirement, so that's Fuck when he's killing them. What a jealous piece of shit. That's insane. You know what, I'd love to be, um, to see what what like what his house looks like and stuff you know what well wouldn't that be interesting perfect yeah it's, well, it's like you've podcast before what i was gonna say next so the police actually searched his home and it was like a yeah. weirdo place and they found mercury lead and i don't know what the fuck this is cadmium cadmium c-a-d-m-i-u-m i don't know what the fuck that is anyways that can sense mad as well Whoever knows that, fucking email me at the podcast app at gmail.com. I, I'm actually interested. I don't want to Google it. And let us know where we can buy it. <laughs> we could use it on our coworkers. <laughs> yeah, even though I shouldn't be laughing, but fuck, man. Like, come on. Right before they retire? That's some fucked up shit. That's it. I, I wonder if he's, um, makes you wonder if he's like a manager of some sort and these people have been leaving the team. So we sort of fuck you then. So here's even more info about this. He's been doing this for 20 years. So over two decades, he's been taking people out. You know what? Um, I always got away with it anyway. It's insane. But he's got too complacent, hasn't he? And he's just being greedy and kept going and come unstuck. That's fucked up shit, man. Like, ugh. Dating back to 2000. Where is that? Sorry? Whereabouts in Germany? Let's see here. Bielefeld ever hear of that place Germany is such a nice country as well it's a, it's, it's a shame that. well 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 let's not just go too far there you know you, you seem to forget what they used to do back in the day my friend yeah <laughs> wink wink <laughs> they weren't always good people well I mind you you can't judge them all for one fucking asshole you know what I mean no they are good people and it's a nice no, they country are. Very, it's a very clean country as well. See, and that's and you know what? Even though their sense of humor isn't the best, they're very respectful at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's are. the other and thing. You know what? Um, to to travel through Germany is really cheap. Is like it? The hostels there are really cheap, and they're, they're really, really good 
quality life, like a hotel, but it's a hostel. You stay there for buttons. Fuck hostels. Have you ever stayed at a hostel? No, not since I watched the movie. Thank you. Neither I can't. Fuck that, that shit, man. Yeah. No, I'm good. Fucking hostel. Like, I'm even, like, even now when I went to Montreal, I stayed at an Airbnb. So it was someone else's place. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? Is it really someone else's place? Or is this like a fucking dungeon where I'm going to go to and yeah. they're going to fucking rape my ass? You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. You just never know. As much as the, the post shit online, there's fucking catfishing out there, right? Yeah. You do know someone was watching you all the time and you stayed there. Well, cameras all that was people. actually funny. My wife mentioned that every so often she'd walk by a room and mention like, I guess the person who gave us the key's name, I don't even know what the chick's name was. Yeah. She's like, hey, hi, we'll blow so-and-so, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's just a pot light. She's like, no, she's watching. I'm like, well, she's going to get a show tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I hope she recorded it too. I actually want a copy of that. I put in my best work last night. Have you searched for your name on Pornhub? You never know. Oh, fuck. You know what? You never know because it was in Chinatown and the landlady was Chinese. Pretty close to Japanese where they blur a lot of stuff so they could get away with blurring my face. Yeah. You never know. Next thing you know, I appear. I, I see my body. I'm like, hey, I know that tattoo. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? That'd be so funny. Oh, okay. Another thing. Oh, wait, what? Can we talk about Tupac? Oh, uh, well, of course. Well, my last week's episode was about hip-hop, so let's let's bring it on. Well, so, like, I'm, honestly, I know I said to you before, I am mind-blown as to fuck about everything I've found out this week. And I know nothing is, like, official, right. and they haven't officially charged anyone and stuff, but this is the truth. Like, I, I know my gut feeling just tells me that this is, everything's been unveiled now. That's okay, hold on, hold so, on. Before you go further, are you a conspiracy theorist? Yes. Oh, then there goes your credibility, bro. I am. Well, I like to think of all different scenarios. But okay, okay. On this, oh, I'm, I'm big on this. Okay. Share it. Share it, please. Let us know what you just found out then. Right. So I just found out. So I've been a Tupac fan since I was 11. I'm 33 now. And I've okay. been bumping Tupac for all that time. Right. You know when someone says to you the question, what um, if you could sit two people on a park bench? Who would you speak to, or what do you think happens when you die? I always say, I think when you die, <laughs> the first thing that happens is you get put in front of a big cinema screen. Okay. You get sat down, you get some soft drinks, and you can find everything that you ever wondered in life will be played out. So, oh, wow. for example, who shot Tupac? You would see what happened. Oh. All your life questions will be answered. Do you get me? So, That's, my, one of my biggest questions was, who the fuck shot Tupac? Was right. it the police? Right. Was it Chug Knight? Was he involved? And But this week, it's turned out all along, it was Orlando Anderson. It was who? Orlando Anderson. Do you remember when Tupac went to watch the Mike Tyson fight on the night of okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, remember the crip? He stomped out in the, in the lobby of yes. the MGM. Yeah, everyone saw that footage. Yeah, yeah. So that was Orlando Anderson. Anderson, eh? So you think it was Orlando Anderson? Anderson. So he was a crip. So... Not long before that, Orlando Anson stole someone's chain and Tupac seen him. Yeah, but that's already no knowledge, though. That that was always under the suspicion that he's the one who shot him, though. Yeah, that was always under suspicion, but that was the most blatant choice, wasn't it? Like, oh, yeah, okay, obviously it was Orlando Anson, but not really. You think outside the box a little bit, don't you? You think, how does a crip find Tupac in the middle of Vegas after that happens and and gun him down? True. 
it seemed the obvious choice, but then the, the mind wonders and theories come out, don't they? But Orlando Anderson's cousin, called Keefe D, he's recently um, been diagnosed terminally ill, and he's come out and spoke to the cops and said, oh. they've been investigating the case still. Okay. He's come out and said, I was the driver of that white Cadillac. Got you. So he's literally letting all his demons r- release before he That's fucking exactly dies. It, yeah. Ah, he wants to take so nothing to the grave. He, he, he was the driver, and the shots come from the back seat. On the back seat was Orlando mm. Anderson and someone else, but he wouldn't name the driver. He wouldn't name the shooter. Right. But it was definitely Orlando Anderson. Oh, there you go. And he also said this Keefe D uh, was known to Shug Knight. They knew each other. They kind of were acquaintances at some point he made eye contact with Shug Knight he said Shug Knight seen me well that was the other theory that Shug Knight was behind it as well that he yeah, is the one who took down Tupac. both Biggie and Tupac yeah right because I guess he sort of knew that they were maybe going to reconcile or you know what I mean he was going to lose out if they were to come together and pretty much I think, rule I think like, the theory behind Shug Knight being involved in it was that he owed Tupac money he owed Tupac millions and Tupac was on the verge of leaving death row. Yes. For Machiavelli Records, wasn't he? So yeah. that was a theory. And well, then Shug Knight came out and said, oh, I got shot in the head as well in this car, but he never did he, he, a fragment of glass or something. I know. Put his head and... Well, even the other theory that you brought up today to me, and I mentioned that I said I thought of it a long time ago, Puff Daddy's involvement. Yeah. Because he thought so, that maybe Park had something to do with Biggie's death, so it was retaliation, right? So he said um, this Keefe D, who was a crip, said that Puffy was terrified of Shug. And when they, they had a bit of a clash at the Soul Train Awards, he, he asked, he, there was two, I think it was either half a million or a million. And he said to the Crips, I'll give you a million if you deal with this problem. Wow. And then, and then there's a Netflix documentary now called... Um, Unsolved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that. that's just playing it all out exactly how yeah. it happened. It's insane, mate. Yeah, I it's tried watching it. Long. I couldn't get into it. It was too slow. I stopped after like the fourth episode. Yeah, did you? Oh, it's I, too slow. I'm really into it. I couldn't get. I couldn't because it's like all the shit that I already knew from before. Because it's everything again. All this is allegedly because yeah. like like Puffy. I'm scared of Suge Knight myself, so I don't need his goons coming after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is all allegedly. <laughs> Until proven guilty in a court of law, I guess, right? <clears throat> Which it won't ever be. So well, obviously, be. because, fuck, be. too much time has passed now. Shug Knight is rotting in jail right now. He's, like, riddled with bad diabetes complications. Oh, and, he? Yeah, he's in a bad way, you know. Oh, well, fuck, I guess. Also, uh, what, what, what I was mind-blown about, I always, like, don't get me wrong, I know my stuff about Tupac, but I've always right. thought this and never thought anything different. I always thought who shot you by Biggie right. was released as a retaliation to hit him up, but who shot you was actually released first. when Tupac was in jail. Yeah. Least fair. I never knew that. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't oh. know until this week. I couldn't believe I didn't know that. Well, I don't blame you. You're all the way over there. That's why. <laughs> oh, I've been well on top of it. Do you think that was a Tupac this? Well, who shot you? Of course it was. Yeah, Come on. Of course it was. Of yeah, course it was. He's come out and said it wasn't, didn't he? But of See, course it was. Biggie did it where he could sort of get away with it, but Pac wasn't falling for it. And he made sure when he came out with Hit Him Up that he was going to name drop so everyone knew who he was talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how Tupac played it, that 
Biggie is a pussy and I'm not. Look, I'm out here saying what I have to say. I'm not scared. And he's hiding behind his lyrics, pretending that he's not talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Pac is just a loose cannon, wasn't he? Just... It was a loose cannon, oh, but he also, God forbid, everyone's going to hate me on this. He also wanted to be loved by everyone. So he kind of played the role of who he thought people wanted him to be. You know what I mean? I don't think he was as thug as everyone thought. Yeah, he was a radical. Yeah, he was a, out of control. But I don't think he was that gangster because I'm sorry. To be as artistic and poetic and every and even you see some of his interviews back in the day before he went to death row and shit, where he was like so soft spoken and yeah. almost like in an elegant style, you know what I mean? Where the fuck did all this gangster shit come from after? Yeah, that was just that was just as soon as he was signed to death row. He was well educated, wasn't he? He was he was talented and like I, I'm not saying that he grew up easy like Biggie did. Everyone knows Biggie grew up with money. No, no, no. I'm saying he yeah, he grew up street, but at the same time he was humble. And then all of a sudden he got this chip and it was like, oh, it's you know what it was. It's almost like as if the WWE gave him a character, and here you're just yeah. intensifying yourself by fifty percent. Go. It right? seemed like the, you know when he got shot in the recording studio, um, and he accused Bad Boy being behind it. That seemed to mm. flip the switch, didn't it? Thank Although you. I yeah. think he was a bit off the rails anyway. That seemed to flip the switch. And well, then, speaking of rails, that probably contributed to it too, right? When you're always high twenty four seven rails. Yeah. When you're doing rails twenty four seven, smoking weed twenty four seven. Yeah. Drinking the highest fucking... The paranoia sets in, doesn't it? That it's Thank you. And then Sojinus here doesn't help either, right? So Shug Knight is one scary man, no, mate. Imagine being threatened by him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that guy's a mammoth. He's a, he's a huge beast. Okay, I got a question I, for you. Hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. Bro. Let, let's, let's nip this hip-hop thing in the, in the bud right now. Because I like to sort of go into the field of people, like the field that my guests are into. And everyone knows you're in the medical industry, right? Yeah. So I got this question for you. Okay, well, first off, let's get down to some personal business here. Have you ever gone to the doctor, per se, thinking that it's just something like, okay, everyone gets like a little nick here, like a little bubble here, whatever. And then it doesn't go away for a while. Have you ever gone to the doctor and say, oh, what's this? And they came back and told you it was like something out of this fucking world. And you were just like, what the fuck? Like, say, okay, I don't know. Fuck, I don't have a good example. But it's going to lead into my story. But you have nothing like, like, say you're like, oh, look. Okay, a simple one. You you have something on your foot. And you're like, oh, it's not going well. You go to the doctor. Oh, it's a fucking wart. Like, you know what I mean? Something simple like that, even. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I don't think I have. Okay, neither have I really. I think the worst thing I've ever gotten was like a boil on my back. But that was because I was sitting on my forklift all day and it was like 43 degrees. So the heat and the rubbing, you know what I mean? So I ended up getting something on my back. Okay. You would think you would know. I don't know. I've never had this happen to me. But if some... Richie probably absolutely know what it is, but Richie probably has. (laughs) Yeah, he's experienced everything. Something growing in your body. Would you not feel that? And would you not feel it moving on you every so often? You would think. You would think. So, apparently this woman had a parasite in her face that was living there for over a month and she just thought it was a zit, but then she noticed that it was moving and that's why she went to the doctor. What the fuck? In a face? Like, let me see if the... It's like the bridge of your nose and your eye, like up the bridge over here, I guess, like around there. Wiggling around the face. Yeah. So it went for like from the nose, like under her eyeball, so across her cheekbone, I guess. 
Oh, mate, I would feel possessed or something with, with that. Like, again, put your finger on it. Wouldn't you, like, feel it or... I don't... Robin. And for a month. Come on. What club is that then? Just bad diet? Uh, no, apparently it's spread by mosquitoes. So maybe oh. she got bit by a mosquito and whatever, you know, and it just grew a oh. parasite. What happens? I wonder what happens if if you leave. So that was there for a month. What happens if you left it for like a year? Would it end up like the game Snake on the old Nokia phones, where it just gets bigger and bigger? Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine. Oh my god! Or it so. fucking spawns its own babies and it starts bursting out of the side of your face. Oh fuck! I'm trying to f- your eyeballs. And, oh. I'm trying to see if there's actually okay. So it was a small bump under her, her left eye. Okay, so here's the details. Here we go. It was a small bump under her left eye. Five days later, it appeared above the eye. So it traveled from under her eye to above. So I went the wrong way. Sorry, I thought it was across her cheek. And then her upper lip was bulging 10 days after that. Fuck. <laughs> okay. It was a parasite worm. So there you go. It was a fucking worm. Living. Point, they've gotten Botox and lip fillers. <sighs> Again, how the fuck do you not know there's fucking shit crawling around your... Like, I could understand in your intestines and somewhere was else. Was this in the U.S.? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, apparently the New England Journal came up with this article. So th- there's there's my source. So I actually go to real sources. But yeah, a strange lump moving across women's face turns out to be a parasite. Yeah, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. Yeah. Fuck. So again, people, if you're in Canada, we have free health care. If you notice something moving on your face and you can't pop it, go to the fucking doctors. <laughs> I don't want that shit getting passed to me, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> Holy fuck. All right, brother. It's pretty late over there, I assume. Yeah, 10 past 1. I'm up Holy early tomorrow. All right, then. Let's wrap. Tires, I feel it. Well, you know what? I've been traveling a lot today, too, so don't worry. I feel I feel a little bit as well. Maybe not as much as you do, since it's only about uh, eight-ish over here. So it's all good, bro. It's all oh, good. Are you gonna are you gonna get some early sleep yourself, or I don't know what I'm gonna do. We'll see what happens. I got the whole week to, to live to the dream. Out. You try to live the dream. Well, I live half the dream because I don't have kids. So sorry, parents, but it's true. <laughs> when you don't have kids, you're able to do whatever the fuck you want. So right there alone, that isn't that half the dream to do whatever the fuck you want. The freedom. Well, that's why I said only half of it, because the other half I'm married. Now, if I was single, if I was single, had money, and had no kids, that's the fucking dream. That's the dream. (laughs) No, I'm only kidding. I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) You have to get that in quick. I had to. I had to. The next thing you know, when she listens to this, that's it. I'm going to get a nasty text. She's like, oh, I know how you feel, eh? So once you make it and you start making some good money, you're leaving me. Nope. Uh, My my wife and I beat it at the moment. Oh, nice. So you're living a single life. Yeah, this week she's um. It's about the ninth time she's been to Ibiza. Holy fuck! Ibiza is such a sick place to go, but um, it's not, and it's not that far for us, like three hours away. But um, she's back on Saturday. There you so, go. So, being as a nice a nice week off. I guess so. Yeah. Well, I guess you get to catch up on your your frozen dinners and your masturbation. Yeah, that's it, mate. I've got cramp in me fucking wrists. <laughs> Well, you're also probably playing a lot of video games if she's not around, right? So, yeah, no, I am. I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna get God of War this week. Yeah, I still haven't touched been, that game. I've been flirting with the idea for a while. 
I wanted to restart playing GTA again, but I can't find the game. And so that's out the window. Yeah, it's kind of, I'm sorry to say, it's one of my favorite games, but it's kind of showing its age now compared to other games that have been coming out. Because yeah, it was still, imagine. it originally came out on the last generation system, right? So, yeah. But it's still a sick game, either wise. Or either way, I, I should say. I need to catch up to the um, PlayStation stars of you and Pedro. You'll never catch up, bro. Well, no one will catch up to Pedro. That guy's a fucking no. fiend. That guy's probably got more platinum trophies than all of us got regular trophies, never mind. Fuck. Yeah, sakes. he's a fucking force to be wrestling with, isn't he? Well, that, well, you know what he tells me? I'm sorry, I'm going to out you all, Pedro. He says that he'll get every, he'll try to get every single star unless it's multiplayer. I mean trophy. So if there's multiplayer, then he'll give up on the platinum. But if there's no multiplayer and he could do it all in single player, he's doing it. Fuck. Dedication, you can't knock it. Uh, or uh, he's fucking crazy in the head, so... However you want to yeah, take it. Closed doors. He's a crazy gamer. <laughs> He's just sitting there in the dark by himself. One eye on porn, one eye playing video games. <laughs> oh, fucking Pedro. All right, brother. Thanks for coming aboard. You're welcome, mate. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Love, love always. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good fight. I try. I try. Like I said, see, I'm dedicated this week. Speaking of dedication, I wanted to bring a full episode, so hopefully the listeners got a full episode this week. And we'll hook yeah, up okay. soon again. Perfect. You want to plug anything or you don't fucking give two shits? No, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people want to find Ian, you could contact me and if and, and then I'll screen you to him. How about that? Yeah, Ian2285 on Instagram. If you want to oh, add me, you can. I'll see if you look like a killer or not. And if not, I'll accept you. There you go. I guess that's the, parameters, the parameters for you to like someone. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too many killings going on. Maybe you need to be uh, filtering these weirdos out. All right, brother. I'm gonna sign off here. Do my plugs. I won't let you. I'll, I'll let you get to bed. I won't let yeah, you sit cool. here and be Thanks, bored. Bro. All right. No, show. thank you. You saved my ass. Like I said, I ran through my Rolodex not to reach across the ocean. So thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome, mate. Pleasure always. Take care, mate. All right. Bye. Same to you. Take it easy. Peace. All right. That was Ian Peeps. He saved my ass. I don't know if I would have gone this long by myself. It's been a while. So, plugs, Poppy Apparel. Go to poppyapparel.com, buy something nice. Use the promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. I almost forgot it. 10% off, free shipping worldwide, women's clothing apparel. Listen to my show, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, EMZT Radio, every Sunday, emzt.com or EMZT Productions or whatever. Just Google it. You'll find it there somewhere. And Pod Bros Network, go listen to me there. If you go to Amazon and you shop, don't go to Amazon, actually. Go to podbros.com first. Click on the Amazon banner there, which takes you two seconds, free of charge, helps us out, helps everyone out, keeps us podcasting for free. Yada, yada, yada. Finger Styles, Instagram, Twitter, F-I-N-G-A-S-T-Y-L-Z. A special shout-out to the Epic Film Guys for letting me go aboard on the live stream for The Cure. Hope you guys liked it. Like I said, impromptu episode, but hey, it is what it is. I am a dedicated individual. Or, like I call Pedro, maybe I'm just fucking crazy. Either or, doesn't matter. He's Ian. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Fuck you, cancer. Peace. Peace.